If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough. It is, of course, the weekly gaming news show full of spicy takes and juicy gossip. And we have got a Sony-themed news episode for you and some brilliant people uh, to discuss all these things with. So on today's show, we'll be discussing The Last of Us Part 2 is finally coming to PS5. Somebody might be thinking, oh, isn't it already playable on PS5? Well, no, not really. We'll dive into that. We've also got the PlayStation Portal immediately selling out and the ramifications of that as well as sony failing to block a lawsuit over playstation store prices but before we dive into all that as always it's time to roll the titles are you prepared to go public with your kd online or no everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet you see it in the back page of the mirror you know your deal agreed i think the most important thing is just to have fun what three tenths no what button is it um, well hello <laughs> we're ready to come for the w yeah Ooh, 12 Ooh, here we go if you can master second man press you will defend 10 times better today i'm going to be reviewing the psvr2 headset Yes, we are back. It's another week. I took last week off. And you know why I took it off? Because I was still busy mastering Second Man Press. Almost getting there. Almost <laughs> getting there. Anyway, I'm Aaron Potter, gaming content creator here at Mirror Gaming. And it's my pleasure to say that I'm joined by resident TikTok expert and fridge detective himself. It is Matt Aldous. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing good. I'm excited for the fridges to make a comeback. Yeah, we're going to dive not make a comeback, uh, you know, depending on where they are. Honestly, Matt, I think every I speak for everybody on this podcast where we're excited for the last of us season two to start just so we can have your Foley expert expertise like put to good. Oh, work yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Me too. <laughs> and I'm also joined by hardware expert and fellow gaming content creator. It is Jasmine Manan. How are you doing, Jasmine? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, busy week for hardware. Um, you know, mm. I've come out of the uh, Black Friday pits of hell to join you guys on the podcast today i'm really looking forward to it well we appreciate you coming out of the black friday mines even just for a little bit to discuss all things playstation with us i've got my blue hoodie on i've got my sony pony uh subtitle below so we're about to get into it scott mccray in the chat he says 12 yeah that's right except it's not 12 it's four o'clock because scott but i'll let you off um so first story of the day the last of us part two is coming to playstation 5 but no pc version so following the news leaking out around this remaster on the playstation network sony and naughty dog have officially announced that the last of us part 2 is coming to playstation 5 with the launch set for january 19th 2024 this remaster features the expected improvements like graphical and frame rate upgrades and dual sense features however what makes this remaster so interesting are the new modes that are included first off is the new no return mode which is a roguelike survival mode that lets you experience the game's fantastic gameplay without the need to to play through the campaign and then this mode also features new playable characters some of which were previously never playable in the series before uh, much like resident evil 4 
Then there's also the Lost Levels, which will allow players to take a peek into early development versions of levels that never made it into the final game. Now, what sweetens this deal is that not only will you be able to pay for this piecemeal if you don't own The Last of Us Part Two already, but those that do, you can upgrade your copy of the PS4 original for the small sum of $10. Uh, we don't know how much that's going to cost in the UK and other territories like Australia yet, but this is a pretty well-established Sony practice. I think they did it with Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man. Spider-Man Remastered as well. Uh, JD Incinerators in the chat says, The Last of Us Part Two was the most undeservedly, undeservedly polarizing game on PS4. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, before we get into this proper, can I just get a show of hands? Have we all played The Last of Us Part Two here at all? Or I haven't yep. played Part Two. no. No? Brilliant. Thanks for one. coming to the podcast, everybody. It's It's been great. We'll see you next week. Next topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, obviously, Matt, you're, you're, you're someone who's deeply invested into the world of The Last of Us as well. And I remember oh, those yeah. streams when part one came to PC and like you didn't have a great time if uh to put it bluntly what? oh i loved like, watching that stream i loved watching that stream it was I mean... continuous like guys <laughs> i'm gonna be right back guys i'm gonna have to be right back it was it was because i mean obviously when it came out and it was remastered for pc it was like it was just full of bugs like in the like straight off the the bat so that i think it crashed six to eight times and how long were you streaming oh, for? So bad. Like maybe three or four hours. Um, mm. So, but I, I feel like, I feel like there was something that I did on that stream that fixed it or stopped it crashing as often. Um, and what was a shame was it was re really good. The game itself was really good. <laughs> like obviously it's, it's popular, but um, the fact, yeah. So I, I kind of, don't have those fears for the ps the the ps5 remastered version but i if it does end up coming to pc then i would definitely hold off until until yeah. uh, those issues have been sorted out well i think i i would hazard i guess obviously none of us know this but like i think it is very strange given that the timeline between when a ps5 exclusive is released to when it's ported to pc is constantly shrinking and the fact that you know, Helldivers is coming out in February and that's a PlayStation first party game. That's already coming to PC and PS5 day and date. And the fact that they're not doing this with the, the new PS5 port of The Last of Us Part 2 is a bit telling. I do um, feel so, like it's, yeah. it can be a bit of a marketing strategy though to keep the game like in, in people's minds with the TV show. Like a lot of it, right, right. you know, releasing it on PS5, it brings the name back into the the sort of the world i guess yeah uh, it then... does feel like we're just constantly talking about the last of us <laughs> yeah the past and then sort of we'll... like year or year or two it's just been the last of us the last of us the last of us they're doing pedro a good pedro pascal and then you'll have the, you'll probably have the pc release either just before the tv show comes out or it, in the middle of it or maybe after like... well last time it came out after didn't it yeah, like the show had just ended after. and then bang jump into this game straight away so and then they're yeah. taking up the entire year of just the last of us like being on the tip of everyone's tongue mm -hmm. i have to say i can't recall off the top of my head uh obviously we know that season two of the last of us is written and is coming but i don't think they're anywhere close to like wrapping production at the moment because we've just left the actor strike essentially, yeah that's we? been a problem isn't it so i don't know if that's going to affect um obviously it's clearly not affecting this game coming to ps5 on the game side but you know i imagine at the earliest we'll see this show come out towards the end of next year mm. whereas it was the beginning of this year we saw the first season right so. yeah uh this yeah it was this year wasn't it 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 I know it's. I know it's been a year, everyone, but I've only been at the Mirror Gaming for since February, if you can believe it. So I, I think it'll it be a similar 100%. time, but similar similar time for the show to be released. But it'll probably be twenty twenty five. I think that's sensible. 100%. Scott's just said in chat twenty twenty five is when it's set to arrive. So ah, uh, cool. Bang on, Matt. I think he cheated. I think he read that. And you then think I that. read that? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah but I just. I. I think it was a really good time for the show to come out when it the first season came out. It was really like it felt like the right time of year it felt like the right I, I time of year just, what does that even mean well just like there wasn't it it took over didn't it it took out like there it wasn't was the it, it, there wasn't loads of of like new tv shows coming out at that point like it was yeah so it, it just felt like the right time of year like the quietest sort of time to put something out to make it the focus so i, I feel like it might be similar mm-hmm yeah, I have to say, like, HBO have had quite the year for me personally, because after The Last of Us, we had uh, House of the Dragon, which was the prequel series to Game of Thrones. And, like, they're still good at doing those those prestige TV shows. Um, and obviously, it's all part of PlayStation's push to, like, sort of take its IP and push it into, like, films and TV shows, stuff like that. I've not seen the Gran Turismo movie, but I have it on good authority that it's probably not as good as The Last of Us TV show. Um Sticking to this idea of a Last of Us 2 uh, PS5 remaster then, Scott's also put it in the chat, more remasters and remakes than actual games in the series. And we are in that point now because the first Last of Us came out on PS3, it was ported to PS4 a year later, then that version, PC Part Part 1, came to PS5 and then PC, and now we've obviously got Last of Us 2 coming to PS5 and then PC, presumably later down the line. And obviously because... Naughty Dog have already upgraded the PS4 version of The Last of Us Part 2 to run pretty well at 60 FPS and like all, all the accoutrement on the PS5. So I think it's interesting that here, in order to justify the £10 upgrade or to release it entirely new at all, we're getting things like lost levels, a roguelike mode. And I'm just wondering, like, you guys are both familiar with the gameplay of The Last of Us. Does either of that speak to you? Does it interest you? I mean, I, I, I'm in a unique position because I want to play it, but I've never played it before. So I never played the original part two. So, yeah, like, you know, getting to play that version of it is is appealing to me. But I, I don't know. I, d- I don't even know if... Jasmine, did you ever play part one? No. I've never played any of them. I've watched people play them. It was one of those games for me where, like, everyone here knows i don't like single player story games not my thing but it was one of those games where i liked watching a streamer play it have it on in the background while i'm like doing other stuff so i watched someone play part one i haven't seen part two yet and i don't know if it's something that i would jump into myself um i get really frustrated with myself playing those games because i i skip through every single bit of dialogue because i'm bored and then i'm like mm. oh wait what's going on where am i yeah. where am i going i'm not paying attention yeah yeah, that's exactly what I yeah it's so bad um so i just can't play games like that but, but that's what the tv show did for me for the for the part one was oh like it filled I, in all I, the gaps i <laughs> watched the tv show it. i got yeah. an idea of the story and then and then i went and played the game and it was just an expanded version of that story there or thereabouts and that was really helpful it's kind of like i don't read a lot of books right i actually i'm gonna double down i don't read any books right (laughs) (laughs) um and and the man's honest the reason being is i don't have the patience for it and but if a a film comes out yeah 
well, like I remember, I remember like when Gone Girl came out on f- film. It made me really want to read the book, and I re- went what and read movie. the book. Yeah, um, Flynn. and and yeah, and then I discovered that Gillian Flynn is like one of my favorite writers. But but that that was how it had to work. I had to sort of know the story to enjoy the book. I can't that get the story so from the book. It is like, backwards. But like playing the game for you then isn't really like you're not experiencing the game properly because you already know what's going to happen. So yeah, is it more of like like what what are you finding? I feel like I can get more immersed from? in the story because I sort of know the story. So you can like, skip all the boring dialogue bit. And and it's like if you yeah if you get bored at a certain part you're like well I don't need to like I don't need to get mm. this from the game I can just enjoy the gameplay and the being immersed in like feeling like you're living out that TV show mm-hmm. like that's kind of where the enjoyment comes for me. But when when it's like like you've got to play the game and get the story from the game, which is how it should be, don't get me wrong. Um, I just find that I switch off a lot quicker. It has to be exceptionally good um, for me to sort of have the patience for it. That's my... Do you know what I hate? While we're on the topic, subject of storytelling in games, obviously The Last of Us is a very story-centric game, and I think that's why it translated really well to like TV show and like you know why it's lasted this long. But I much prefer the whole cutscene dynamic of something like The Last of Us, whereas I think about Cyberpunk uh, Phantom Liberty from earlier this year, where you're forced like to watch people just spout dialogue at you from a first-person mm. perspective. That is when I can sort of like, um, you know, align with what you're saying matt that i just i just find you'd think that would be more immersive but i'd much rather sit back and watch a beautiful cutscene featuring joel and, and the, where you can see the white hairs in his beard um uh then then do that but like just speaking personally as someone who's played the last of us part two i will say it's a very if you thought the first last of us game got dark and it did oh well, some great asmr there matt i will say that oh, was... <laughs> give, give, give us another beard scratch go on oh he's pulled away yeah, that's good. Oh that's my good. god! Yeah, that is good. I like he that. Is, he I really is a like Foley that. artist. Look at oh, that. Man knows what he's talking about. Uh, um, this game is like inc- incredibly dark. So, and like I know that Scott's already brought this issue up like separately, but like I, I for one, am not looking forward to that. When this PS5 uh, remaster comes out in January, we're gonna get the whole debate again about is what Ellie's doing right? Who's you know who's the bad guy? Yeah, as soon as they humanity. announced it, um, I the first thing that I saw when I opened Twitter was literally Scott talking about I can't wait for the Last of Us Part Two discourse. Like I can't wait for it because obviously he loves just like speaking for the sake of speaking, and it was like because I've never seen anyone play it. I've never I don't know anything that happens in it. I literally gave it one search and I was like, okay, do you know what? I'm not even gonna like look into this any more than surface level first page of Google. This is insane. I'm going to wait until it comes out as a show because I'm not even going to play the game or anything. I'm going to because that's what I'm more immersed in with The Last of Us is the show. I'm going to wait for it to come out as a show and then I'm going to watch the show and I'm going to be stunned. That's what I'm waiting for. What, and I think they've said that this game is so long. It's like double the length of the first game. And there's a very interesting reason why it does that. But I think that Neil Druckmann has said like the second game is going to be two seasons uh, as a TV show. And oh. Matt, didn't you? Didn't you want to speak about like some of the potential casting like rumors we've heard? Uh, like, haven't you done well, a couple of TikToks and stuff? Didn't they? Didn't they recently cast? They recently. Well, I don't think they could hundred percent confirm the cast of. She's in of discussions, Abby, but she's in talks. So yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. And and Neil Druckmann, who is it? Kate, Kate Diva, Kate Diva. I, I think her name is, is that her name. She was in Dope Sick. Kate Diva, another HBO show, another buyer. And Caitlin she was in Diva. Yeah. Caitlin Diva. Uh, yeah, um, she 
yeah she was in uh no one will save you um which i thought was a very interesting film i i know her from um what was that sort of but like, she was oh, in book smart wasn't she yeah yeah, that yeah, comedy yeah. Sort of broke out. yeah and she's yeah she's set, she's playing abby which i think is a do you two know anything about Abby at all? Like I don't know. Of... All I, I know don't know is any of these. What, anything. What Abby looks like in the game, and to to match the physical appearance, I think yeah. um, I think Caitlin Diva is going to have to do. Well, some now work. I need to search here. Oh. What, what Abby unless looks like, unless they're yeah. departing like from what Abby sort of you know they're not worrying about that aspect, but. Yeah because i guess well, i don't like, think they are worrying about that aspect right yeah like, when you think about in season one that it wasn't like a was pedro pascal and yeah they weren't worried too worried about whether the ca they were more worried about whether the character the actors could portray so the, the portrayals yeah rather yeah. than if do they look like the, but the characters i know scott's in the chat and i don't know if he'd agree with me that like abby's physicality physicality is core to her like sort of like character arc and who she is yeah, as a that's, person that's like, what i've that's what i've heard on the great there's fine, a reason so why she is feels like tank. she's yeah feels like she definitely will be yeah. needed to yeah. sort of be able to yeah. be, physically look like that and, and if i was the actress if i was caitlin dever uh or De is it devler dever i think it's diva diva or okay, dever right. or diva yeah i think we know who we're talking about yeah if I was if I was her, I'd be making the most of these Hollywood nutritionists and like PTs. Do you know what I mean? Like, get that role. You know, make yourself. Because when are you ever going to have that opportunity again? Um, I mean, I definitely think it's a lot of hard work when you've got to get in sh like into a particular shape for something. Um, and especially, it's prob yeah, probably not pleasant um, at times. But so um, much chicken you got to eat. Come so on. much chicken, so much broccoli. <laughs> uh, if there's anything these actors who bulk up won't stop talking about is the amount of chicken that they've got to like wolf yeah. down on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just want to uh, pay some attention in the comments. So Scott's put, uh, Last of Us 2 gameplay is great and it lets you avoid the stinking story. So Scott, clearly not a fan of the story it tells. Not a lot of people were. Um, Adam L, nice to see you, Adam L, as always. So says what we're all thinking. Says, can't wait for Matt to pick apart the Last of Us 2 show. He's going to be so triggered. <laughs> Matt gets triggered about the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I get like triggered, triggered about, about things about that are so unimportant. Yeah, like, like oh, yeah. guys, did you know that a giraffe's not actually this tall? And it's like, okay, cool story, oh. Matt. Like, that's not the point of the show at all. No, of If course, we're talking I mean... animals... Get ready for for part two. Yeah, it's so <laughs> unimportant, but it's important my, to you, Matt, and that's it's what important matters. to me. I'm and it takes me out. It's like such a simple thing that could have been changed, and it just takes me right out. But you're of the like story. the only person on earth that would ever notice something like that. Like no one's paying enough attention to know that he's holding electric. See the inter even the internet disagrees with you because you I was cut gonna out say, when you, were you saying cut out that. there, Jasmine. Give it to us one more time. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh I was just saying no one cares enough to know about um whether or not it's electrical tape or duct tape. No I, one I mean no, I, ca I care. No I one care. millions of TikTokers care, Jasmine. No, no they you know care why to disagree with me. No, 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 no. Do you know why do you know why every everyone on TikTok even cared in the first place? It's because Matt brought it up and he yeah. pissed everyone off and now everyone's talking about it. <laughs> Were there? Do we know if there were any like headlines that, like, as a result of your TikTok Matt, around that, like, did I don't, any news places pick it up? I don't think so. Like, if it's just so unimportant. I hope not, because whoever yeah. wrote that. But I, this series, I've this series, words. I want to do this series. This 
series when it comes out i want to do like a list of like all the unimportant things that were wrong with the last of us (laughs) i think as we head into season two that's the time to do it yeah yeah that's yeah things it needs Um, to get uh, right yeah i i I, want to hear the right tape sounds i want to hear you know i don't want to hear gravel when they're walking on grass i don't want to hear like you know like i I really hope the producers i want the animals to be the right size um you know, or they I want to know to what's be... going on with the fridge. I need, to, yeah. yeah, I need to know are where, they plugged in or not? Where they're plugging in. their fridges in. Um, well, look forward to stuff. that. Look, look, yeah, when when part two comes around. But as I said, like for now, part two's coming to PlayStation Five with all those upgrades. Um, I will speak for myself. I'm probably going to pay the extra ten pounds or whatever it ends up being just to see how beautiful this game is. It's a lot of game. It's like twenty plus hours. Like so, I think it's a really good deal, and I'll have a yeah 10, 10 quid for an upgrade or ten dollars or whatever yeah oh which is for more than that at mcdonald's mate like just check it <laughs> it's fine or, or at Wingstop or somewhere like that you know what i mean like, and how long is that how long is that meal lasting you what yeah half hour 20 minutes you're eating that in this is way worth it come on but but i will say it's I, i've done i've done a complete u-turn because at the beginning of this i was like we shouldn't be paying for like upgrades of games you already own but now it's kind of like yeah just whatever 10 pounds 10 pounds in it yeah, I've but really... that's where they get you in it. That's where they get you. I know. You. That's really where they've got, they've got all of us. We've got Borat in the chat. It says, keep my wife name out of your mouth. And then he proceeds <laughs> to smack us. Thanks for that, Borat. Sasha Marincoe, <laughs> keeping it real. Adam L then says, I didn't care. But after he pointed the tape out, I greatly care. So, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. No one go. cared until Matt pointed it out. And that's the same with every issue Matt's pointed out. No one would have ever realized that the giraffes were the wrong height He's until Matt God's sat work. there and did it. Like That's he was like, guys, guys, guys. I mean, you the, know giraffe, the giraffe, the giraffe thing is a two point, two point problem. The first okay. thing is how did how did she see the giraffe? Because okay. the, it was on the other side of the building, and she like looks when she gets to the top of the ladder. She's like, oh my god. And all she would have been looking at is a staircase. Like okay. I don't know how she would have seen the giraffe. And then the set, and, the, and then the second point being is they go up two flights, and they're already not on the ground level. And the the giraffe's shoulders are at the uh, like at the Does a giraffe base have of where they Well, yeah. I guess at like the top of, of their legs, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, I don't know what else I'd call it. Yeah. I guess it'd be the shoulders, the front legs, shoulders of the so giraffe, which is right at the wrong level yeah. for me. So that okay. is the Matt Aldous manifesto right there for The Last of Us Part Two. Everything I have so many person. issues with the fact that you take issue with all of these things, Matt. <laughs> like it's just a never-ending ending cycle of issues, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Adam L says an open letter to Hollywood. I think we just had it, uh, Adam L. Uh, Scott <laughs> McRae says you could pay ten quid to upgrade Death Stranding, a far better game. I've actually recently purchased Death Stranding on disc. It was like fifteen quid, like really cheap. So, but I've still not played it. Uh, Adam L then says Matt is an educator of the masses and should be respected as such. Right. So what's going on here is because Matt doesn't know about how bad Adam L's food tastes are, he's trying to get him on side early before... Right? You know right? what I'm saying? No, I'm, I'm... I do know how bad Adam L's. I've you been have... in the chats. I've been in the oh, chats. There you go. And then well, Adam, Adam L says that he's team Jasmine all the time anyway, so like, don't start don't start swapping over now. Like, Adam L, you're the only on, one that's Adam ever L. on my side. Please. Look, I'm just, glad I, I'm just glad Adam L is on my side when it comes to The Last of Us. That's all I can say. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I not... mean, I, I... And Scott's popping off now. He says, Adam L, pick a team. You can't swap every stream. 
Adam L says, Matt, you're killing me. Adam L says, I want it on record. I did notice the staircase drafting on my own and was validated when Matt said it. And then we've got William Johnson in the chat. Uh, our very own Will, video producer, says, I had the first giraffe issue as well. Okay, so the first giraffe issue, first clearly one. everyone's noticing that one. So yeah, I'll give you that one. The height of the giraffe, Matt, no one cared except you. No, one, And now you made everyone else care for no reason. It's just like sharing yeah, your agony with it's the just world. What I, it's just what I do. I just, you know. For no good reason. Do. It's just who I am. It's what I do. I drag people down. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Including Hollywood producers. Mm. So anyway, The Last of Us Part 2 on PS5. It's coming out in January 19th, 2024. So I imagine we'll have some coverage of it on the channel. Probably get day one stream sorted. Because like I said, I'm a sucker who's going to pay for it. Um, next story, also PlayStation related. Uh, second part of the trilogy. PlayStation Portal immediately sells out. Did we misjudge it? This comes to us via Eurogamer. Sony launched its new PlayStation Portal peripheral on Wednesday last week, but it swiftly sold out. Scalpers have since got their hands on the remote player, which is a pretty apt description of what it is. Like, is it a cloud device? Is it a handheld? It's a remote player. Uh, with some listings on eBay costing over £300. On the PlayStation Direct store in the UK, the portal costs £199.99, but it's currently unavailable. The same is true for other online retailers like Amazon and Game, which have been depleted of stock since it launched. Uh, and then the official PlayStation Direct store page, which is probably your best chance of trying to get one, reads, not in stock. We're working hard to make more stock available. Please check back on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. That's obviously today, but... When I checked prior to going live on this podcast, it's still no bueno for the PlayStation mm -hmm. Portal. Still sold out. Now, obviously, this podcast has a pretty good and well-documented track record of, um, to put it politely, crapping all over the PlayStation <laughs> Portal. I think I can get away with that. Um, Jasmine, I believe, uh, the video review for the PlayStation Portal is live. Now you can go watch it. Go watch it after this podcast. Excellent video. Um, uh, I believe you awarded it a two out of five. I did. So I'm, I'm going to come to you first. What's your reaction to people going absolutely crazy over the PlayStation Honestly, Portal? Honestly, kind of, I can kind of see why. Because as I said in my review, it's a sick piece of kit. It's a great bit of hardware. And I spoke about this for a very long time on the podcast last week. Um that it's a it's a decent device and i actually really like using it and i've kind of done a bit of a 180 from before i had one but that doesn't take away from the fact that this thing doesn't have a use case like i don't understand why people are buying this like what all these people that have bought this other than to just resell it on ebay please write me a letter write me an email you can find my email jasmine.manan at reachplc.com please write me an email explain in point evidence explanation paragraphs why you felt the need to purchase this device i just i really want to know please and uh, can we get someone who's buying it at a scalped price to like write in as well do you know what i mean like why i, are you, like, I don't know that anyone actually is buying it at a scalped price do you think people are I mean, I guarantee just, like, it. People being optimistic and listing it on eBay. There's been a lot of reviews are. that have been like, it's really good 10. though. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. and I just I feel like that could. That, I disagree. That could, that could maybe play into people being like, oh, okay, I'll buy it then. Maybe, yeah. I need to like, pick need these people's brains who gave it five out of five and 10 out of 10. Like, I really need to understand how they came to that conclusion because I feel like. For me, as soon as I consider the fact that there's no use case for this device, and as Scott is saying, you can do remote play on a Steam Deck, and it's just as good, and um, a similar price point. You can do remote play on your phone, which you probably already have. You can do remote play on a tablet or an iPad. Like, there are so many options out there for you to do remote play on and not spend 200 quid. So, like, where's the use yeah. case for this? Why are you giving this a 5 out of 5? I need to know. Um, with remote play, like, if, like, 
if I was playing it, am I right in thinking this? Like, just say I went to a friend's house and was on on their Wi-Fi, and then I decided to connect it to my PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, whoever's at my house can't use the PlayStation. Yes. Yeah. Because it's whatever's happening on the PlayStation is just happening yeah. on this. Yeah. Thing. That's correct. why it's called yeah. the portal, right? Yeah. Which That's makes the same with just... remote play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, it, it just seems like all they've done with this device is charged us a lot of money to do something that is like and made it a bit easier for people. Like made it just like that that little bit easier of like it's it's. I don't I don't know who it can be the best handheld device ever, like in terms of the screen and you know the experience and whatnot, but it's. It's just so limited. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Is it? Could it be that it's so incredibly easy to, to use? Because I've sort of had this same question come up with the Atari Twenty Six Hundred Plus recently. It's kind of like, who's it for? What's the use case when other options like exist? And in the case of the Atari, it's like you know you can emulate any of these games easily in a browser on your PC. So it's kind of like I think I really think it is like the ease of use thing. Like you don't have to worry about buying a third party accessory powering down your phone it's like it's like all in one i still wouldn't buy one for 200 pounds i think i'm on record as saying when we were trying to price up this thing when it was still known as the project q i think mm -hmm. i said I'd, I'd pay 50 quid for it and i think i'm being generous there uh aaron so, saying that he'd pay less than the cost of a dual sense controller yeah. Yeah. for the playstation portal because i already have a dual here. sense controller so like i don't need but here's the thing so what i did when i was reviewing the playstation portal was i actually downloaded the playstation remote play app on my phone and then i connected my um dual sense controller to my phone wirelessly and then i just like played games like that and the whole thing is like oh yeah but you get like the experience of like haptic feedback and adaptive triggers and it's like okay yeah i did that and then yeah like, if you want it yeah, but there's a well, there's a couple. You're adding in a couple more steps there. What so steps am I adding? So, so sure, like having to connect the controller to the. But that's the like phone the first time then... that you're doing it. You're connecting the controller to the phone. After that, it just pairs automatically, then... right? So when you first get your PlayStation Portal, you're gonna have to set it up right. It's not gonna come straight out of the box. And let me tell you, setting up this device was like a pain in the backside for me. Um. So. Yeah, I know. I I completely agree with you. Like in terms mm -hmm. of in terms of that, what what I'm saying is, is if you if if like I feel like what they've tried to do is just make a device where you just pick it up and start. Like so, after you've set it up, because any any like thing you buy, there's normally like a setup process. Mm -hmm. But after that, like it's just you pick it up and you can play wherever in your house, it... wherever in your house. <laughs> yeah, wherever. <laughs> But not yeah, too far away, like you know, if you're in the garden, just make sure you you got your back against the, the wall. Yeah. Unlike so Shakira, <laughs> the Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, Unlike what Shakira once told us, you cannot play it whenever, wherever, because you got to oh stay. Oh my god! Anyway, um, I had to get a dad joke in there somewhere. <laughs> Spot McRae still chiming in says, "Didn't you tell me last week you would have been happy even if you paid two hundred quid for it?" I don't know who that's directed at. I've since I've since gone back on that statement. I wanna I wanna recount everything I said in last week's podcast, guys. Everything, okay. like most of it, most of it is valid, but I don't remember what I was saying, guys. I was just like she starry was high on yeah, you were high yeah. on the PlayStation Portal. Uh, yeah, but like, I, I still agree with most of what I said. Like, I think it's a really good device, hardware wise. But um, having like thought about it some more i wouldn't spend 200 quid on it now 
Yeah, I I I remember saying I like eighty nine ninety nine is like my top price. As soon one hundred twenty nine ninety nine, I've now got to think about it. Like that's that sort of. Yeah, so like you, it as might as you start still getting be... to the hundreds. Yeah, yeah, like, but two two hundred is just like I don't need it. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, we we got some commenters chiming in as well, uh, including Adam L setting out his whole like five point five point uh, retirement plan. It seems so. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, JD Incinerator says I'd rather buy a Vita again with copies of its worst games than get the PlayStation Portal. I'm absolutely well, with you. You have to start listening to me some of this, some of these worst games, JD. I mean, um, Little Deviants. That was pretty bad. That was a launch title, but let me know. Adam L then says, right, strap in everyone. Okay. Okay. Adam L solved it. Because we've had about eight months or, or maybe okay. about five or six months. We'd be like, who is this for? And Adam L's I'm going gonna, gonna to debunk every single one that you yeah, say. So. We, yeah. One by Good. one. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So he starts off by saying, Adam L, it's a screen and a controller for your PS5. It's fine. Then he says, this is it. Number one, split screen play, one on portal, one using TV, no cheating. Can't do that. It mirrors your PlayStation, so you can't you can't have two separate players playing yeah. on each device. It mirrors your PlayStation exactly. So, yeah. Boo. Okay. okay. Num number two. Play on the toilet. PlayStation won't play on your phone. You've already <laughs> taken your phone into the toilet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That is true. That's good comeback. Actually, I wasn't expecting that. Number three. They will be able to use the portal screen for a mini map, inventory, UI, and screen for gameplay on RPG games. C point one. C point one. Number four, PS5 on family TV, family using TV, you can still play PS5. You can do that with your phone on PlayStation Remote Play. Yeah. And then uh, Scott chimes in and says, your number three is just the Wii U. Except and it doesn't even do that. It doesn't even do that. Scott follows up by saying, love the Wii U, ahead of its time, gone too soon. Rip I never had a Wii U. I really feel like I missed out. I didn't have a Wii U. My mum said it's just the Wii. I bought yeah. a Switch on the weekend. I can't believe yeah, you bought a Switch. I can't believe you bought a Switch. I've been wanting to talk about this for ages. I have yeah. to say, with all the handheld stuff going on, I felt I was feeling left out, but I was like, I've been umming and ahhing for like a, two years about the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Matt, and, Matt uh, heard the rumours that Switch 2 was coming out next year, and he was like, this is the time yeah. to get the original <laughs> Switch. Mate, I've got to say, I've got to say one thing. If you were ever wondering if the Switch is still worth it, it is the best console I've ever owned. You know what I really like about Matt's purchase is that he did it the week before Black Friday instead of during oh, Black yeah. Friday. Oh yeah, no, no, it was a it was a Black Friday deal. Early Black Friday deal. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, cool. I didn't actually pay any money for it. It was free. Um, <laughs> oh right. Wow, what a deal! <laughs> no, Drop it wasn't free. Chat. I didn't pay any money for it. Um, it was like a, one of those like pay in twelve months. So oh, I thought right, I'm, okay. I'm going to get Christmas out of the way and then sort it. But um, okay. what games but you the, been playing on it though, Matt? I need to know. Mm -hmm. Zelda Breath of the Wild mostly. The first one. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um and it's the most fun I've had playing a console game. Uh, like I can't believe I didn't do it sooner. I just keep I walk around the house and yeah. I keep saying out loud every so often to my wife, "Why didn't I do this sooner?" Yeah, uh, cuz I'm having so much fun on it. When it, like there's so many evenings I don't have anything to do and I can't find anything to watch and I I turn that on and I play it and it's just a lot of a lot of fun and it's chilled out. And now you don't have to play Warzone. I, no, yeah, like it, fun. it's like actually Switch. enjoyable. Um yeah. and I've been going back and I I remembered like I used to go to my uh, my dad's house and my stepbrother had a Mega Drive and I've got the Mega Drive emulator and I was playing Shinobi yeah, oh, the Mega Drive emulator like, is just, so cool. 
and Love it. Echo the Dolphin. I used to play that. I love Echo no the Dolphin. No I love Echo the Dolphin. I had yeah. no idea how to play it, but I loved it so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. and that was just you know, it, it's just opened up a whole world of nostalgia. For I didn't realize that's where all my nostalgia laid was in the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo because it was other people's consoles that I mainly played. So you're subscribed to Nintendo Switch Online then? To, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 did, yeah, yeah. Did that, but it's it's well worth it. It's uh, it's still worth all... it. I can't believe how old the console is and how worth it it still is. What model do, have you got, Matt? Have you got the OLED or the light or the standard? The OLED, yeah. OLED. Oh yeah, yeah. there we go. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. That was. Yeah, the I mean, if you're gonna do it, you got to do it properly, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm glad you one. said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you know you're gonna be playing primarily handheld, there's no way to go. Hence why I'm still a bit burnt about the Steam Deck OLED being a thing. But I you didn't can read think my that, on that. I didn't think Sorry. I would uh, like be that handheld, but I have played a bunch like on the I, toilet. I, <laughs> I, hey, but I think that is the magic of Switch. Like, like I know this whole like instantly change or whatever. That was like the kind of thing they sold it on, but to play a game like breath of the wild or tears of the kingdom in the palm of your hands like a game of that scale and size it still feels mm. magical like seven years on today yeah it's good um, um so so, so yeah so uh playstation portal i think is a waste of money spend the extra hundred or however however much it is at that time not even a hundred no it's no le- it's, it's not. less than a hundred less than a hundred and um and just get get a switch get, get a switch oled i promise you guys you'd be much yeah. happier well how much is a switch like these days it's like 199 it's like like 199 same yeah. as a portal it's it's the price of a portal so yeah and, and there's probably going to be a gaming i think there's well. deals on at the moment for the light that's like 160 quid or something 180 mm-hmm. 180 or that, i don't know where i've seen it, goes it down but... to be during black friday yeah mm. there you go. go and get have... an nintendo switch light but, what? Just, yeah. it, was, it was that too. Anyone in particular? Everyone, everyone. Get one. There you go. That's, uh, that's Jasmine's manifesto. That's her open letter to the gaming industry. <laughs> um, so just chasing up, uh, catching up with the comments. I think there's a lot of Starfield uh, debate breaking out in the call. I don't even know if I want Where's to Where's that come that. from? Uh, this is Starfield was bad on release, says Adamel, and now it's a game oh, of the year says, contender. He says it doesn't do it yet, as in the PlayStation Portal doesn't do all these things yet, but apparently will do because Starfield is a great example of things getting right, better right. over getting time better. thanks adam l for that that's that such a sense. reach that is such a reach that's like you know what um, i mean last the last stream we did where um i think it was J- jd was in the chat and he was like comparing two games that were like nothing like each other it was like yeah it's like these two games it's like yeah all right but um, you know what adam l for another <laughs> another example that you could use is um you know what game was actually good on release and isn't anymore diablo 4 so maybe the playstation port was more like diablo 4 i'm just saying well, anyway, I'm not going to go near that. Any opportunity no, not... to get a dig at Aaron for giving Diablo 4 a 5 good. out of 5? 5 out of 5 upon release. That is a lot of game. And I was saying this to someone this weekend, but I was like, you know, like that game, you can get like 60 hours out of it. And then people complain that they're like, oh, the end game, there's nothing left to do with the new season. I'm like, guess what? It's okay to put a game down and come oh, back to it. Oh, he's not mad, though. He's not mad. No, That's fine. I'm not mad, no. But, um, okay, so JD Incinerator says uh, Starfield gets undue hate. To which I would disagree because yeah, we what are you from about? our first party games and yeah. the load screens in that game was something else. Um, Scott McRae says, Play Super Mario Odyssey. I think this is towards Matt. It's phenomenal, probably objectively a top three game of last gen alongside Tetris Effect and Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, get, get right. that. I'm Super trying, Mario Odyssey I'm trying to, is up there. What, what I'm trying to do is, is like, I'm trying to play Breath of the Wild through and not play anything else. Well, we'll and see then, you next year then, Matt. And, and then uh, move on. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully because i've got no money i can't, I can't, I can't, I can't 
got, I've got to it. play this game. But thankfully, I'm really enjoying it. But um, Christmas but, yeah. is coming up. Uh, and then Adam L says, it's better than Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2. Scott says, most things are better than Budokai 2. Um, JD, answering my question from earlier. Thanks, JD. says, worst Vita games include Little Deviants, which I name-checked. Unit 13, that is not a bad game. Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified, that is a bad game. Resistant, uh, Resistant Burning Skies and, and Borderlands 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, JD was comparing party animals to headbangers. And then finally, when we're caught up with the comments, before we can finally move on, Scott says, I mean, Aaron gave Spider-Man a 5 out of 5. And as someone who finished it yesterday, uh, that ain't it. But guess what? All of my 5 out of 5s, you can find at least another two or three people that felt, you know, they scored it just as high. So it's not like, if I was the only one that gave Diablo 4 a 5 out of 5, then I might understand what you're talking about. Whenever I bring this up to him, he always name checks this other journalist that I'm friends with that gave it a 5 out of 5. Yeah, because I know you respect them. (laughs) If you were the only one giving it a 5 out of 5, I'd respect it more because you're standing out from the crowd. Can't win. Yeah, I'm going to beat my own drum. But anyway, the PlayStation. You know what, Aaron port... just loves games so much. He gets starry-eyed when he plays any game. He's like, "Oh yeah. my god, it's a game!" True wow. gamer. Yeah, it's true yeah. gamer. It's like, like it's oh, like here's a game. It's like my version. <laughs> it's like my version of Jasmine in the PlayStation Portal. I get starry-eyed. And I'm like, oh. yeah. yeah, but I came to my senses before I put out the review. Is uh, wow. the difference? There you go. That was so a, anyway... that was a sting, stinging blow. That. that... <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I can carry on with the podcast, you know. Oh, we might have, yeah, we might have to call it. We might have to call it. Yeah, somebody call an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, the PlayStation Portal, it sold out somehow. Because, and I know for a fact that I, uh, on one podcast, said that they're probably going to make about five and they won't sell. So how much of an idiot do I look now? Pretty. Well, we pretty don't know fun. that they didn't do that. We don't know that they didn't do that. Maybe that's <laughs> Have we seen five, out. more than five? Like, I haven't seen anyone with it. I've only made five. I genuinely haven't seen anyone post content about it aside from like people press. that got press and review units. Yeah, true. Like, that's true, actually. I, I'm just yeah. saying they five and then five people that work at Sony bought them. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. This, um, I like this conspiracy. This is my favorite <laughs> conspiracy of the last decade. Adam L says, I feel like if we let Matt loose on Aaron's reviews, he will pick out all the flaws and then we'll have a balanced review. Wow. Maybe we there need we to go. debate it, but, you know. Well, um, I'm kind of, you know, I like Spider-Man, so I'd find it hard to, even if even if all you did in the game was just, like, swing from one building and then back to the, the same building, like, over and over again, I'd probably still give it five out of five. <laughs> and Matt, obviously, Matt does our thumbnails on the YouTube channel, guys, so, like, he is, like, privy to the reviews before they go live you know yeah i see let me know yeah he sees them um so anyway completing our sony trilogy the this story came out of nowhere this morning actually sony fails to block lawsuit over playstation store prices this comes to us via gamesindustry.biz a london tribunal has ruled that a lawsuit filed last year accusing sony of breaching competition law over store prices will continue The lawsuit, which concerns the 30% commission that Sony receives on all purchases, could cost the platform holder upwards of 6.3 million sterling in damages. The firm argued the case was, quote, flawed from start to finish, end quote, but the Competition Appeal Tribunal ruled as confirmed that it will indeed go ahead. Quote, this is the first step in ensuring customers get back what they're owed as a result of Sony breaking the law, consumer rights expert Alex Neal said in a statement. PlayStation gamers' loyalty has been taken advantage of by Sony, who has been charging them excessive prices for years. She continued, it is 
Quote, it is significant that the competition court has recognized that Sony must explain its actions by ordering them to trial. We are seeking to put a stop to this unlawful conduct and ensure customers are compensated, end quote. So the good news of this to this is that anyone who's made a digital purchase on the PlayStation Store could get their cut of 6.3 million uh, within the next couple of years. I doubt it's going to be more than a couple of quid if he even gets that far. But this is a bit wild because it's sort of taking issue with, yeah, that every time you purchase something, be it a game, piece of DLC on the PlayStation Store, PlayStation itself receives a 30% cut. And this is something that a lot of platform holders do. I believe Steam, it's a very similar percentage as well. Um, and obviously the argument is that, well, what is PlayStation actually doing? What are Steam actually doing other than like hosting the games as a, as a distributor? And I know that PlayStation in recent years has been sort of raked over the coals a little bit for not doing more to promote the games that are sold on its platform. You know, actually, when you like open the game, how, how poorly it's organized. But I have to say, like, if this goes through, then it, it could potentially open up the likes of Xbox, Nintendo and Steam to sort of think about how much of a cut they take and whether or not people are being overcharged for their games digitally. The last thing I'll say before I open up to the floor is that not to bring up, not to open up an old wound again, but this is why I'm such a big uh, advocate of physical media because you can buy something physically boxed for a lot cheaper than it is digitally day one on these stores. That's why I always do that. Anyway, enough of me waffling. What's, uh, What's our take on PlayStation potentially being sued and then fined for overcharging on its cut for digital goods? I just want to say, first of all, I know that six point three million pounds is a lot of money. I know it's a lot of money, but after talking about the Microsoft FTC trial for ages, <laughs> it sounds like pennies. Do you know like what I mean? Pe- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like, like nothing. Yeah, yeah, and it's oh, six point three million. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. But that's like now I'm like thinking about it properly. I'm like that's a lot of money. Like even for Sony, it's like I know that they they they're worth tons, but that's still like you know, that's not nothing. It's a sizable chunk. Yeah. Yeah. But after hearing this whole Microsoft FTC trial thing, we've been desensitized. I feel like money's fake. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I feel like this isn't anything. Where's the B? If it's not billion, I don't want to yeah, know. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's literally what I feel like. But yeah. also, like I, I don't think I've ever purchased a game on the Sony digital storefront ever. So I feel like I can't really weigh in on this. I didn't even realize that they were charging so much more than than other storefronts well they aren't this is the thing like at least from what i can tell like let's say modern warfare 3 when it releases on playstation it's the same price on the psn store as it is xbox they're just charging a bigger cut well we think presumably we're gonna see just the first ones to be called out on it this when when it goes to court we're gonna see what the breakdown is Mm. and but the the clearly so how is that how is that affecting customers i don't understand i i don't know if i'm being really blonde here i'm just really not getting it so the, contrib- the the competition tribunal, and let's not forget, this is all UK based. So that's probably why the cut is so small, like 6.3 million, because that's the equivalent of what apparently somebody's deemed that the UK people that have purchased right, are yeah. owed. So like, that's another thing. Like if, they, if they're successful in being sued in this country, then I don't know what, you know, in territories like the US and Australia, other New Zealand, places like that, it could open up a whole, the floodgates. Mm. Um what, sorry, Jasmine, what was your question? I completely lost my mind. I don't there. get it. I don't. Yeah. Like, because why are, why are customers who have purchased games off of um, Sony Storefront entitled to any form of compensation if they're paying the same amount that they would be paying elsewhere? Like, it's the same price. So, so according to the London Tribunal and the people that have brought the, the case forward, uh, they've accused Sony, and it says here in the gamesindustry.biz article, accusing Sony of breaching competition law. So I, I don't know what the nature of that yeah, is, so... whether or not it's public... But it, it seems a bit dicey. And obviously, 
the tribunal has seen something evident in it if they're going to take it to trial. Okay, so, so we don't. That's, the answer to my question is we don't know. Yeah, let's so go. With I'm that. Right, yeah, yeah. Right being confused. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's still more. confusing. I think there's a lot of questions that need answering. Um, okay, like, okay. So I'm because, not like alone in being confused. No, right because now. I, I guess because you, uh, the same as my thought is like, why does it matter to us what percentage? Yeah, because from take? what it sounds like, it sounds like it, it sounds should like be it's the developers. Them and the developers, not that are not entitled the consumer. To compensation. Yeah. So unless they're overcharging or charging for comp based or still taking that 30% cut during like competition based like content then I I can't see why they would even be able to be a lawsuit so so I'm on I'm on a push square article now which is also um uh you know credit where credit's due also discussing the topic it says um one of the arguments against Neil's lawsuit was that Sony isn't the only company to take a 30% cut of sales made from its digital storefront. The supposed okay. cause of PlayStation Store's prices being so, quote-unquote, excessive to begin with. Even though but the digital I, they're the same, ages no? upon us. They're the same as Microsoft and, and, and Nintendo. But here we go. Quote, this is from the article. Indeed, Microsoft and Nintendo do the same with their own console-based marketplaces. But again, that obviously hasn't stopped the lawsuit against Sony specifically from progressing to trial. So I don't know what competition law has been broken. Maybe they're arguing that 30% mm. is too much to be made for how very little. And then that will cause a knock-on effect for all this is what This it. is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Is, okay. Potentially maybe the dumbest thing I'm ever about to say, but it is... You want to pay more be... money, Matt, don't you? No, surely you have to be part of a competition or there has to be some element of competition to be able to break competition law. Otherwise, it's just consumer standards. Like, mm. like it's not linked the to competition like yeah. but they, but if they broke if they breached competition law that's like you know running a giveaway and do you then think do, it's maybe that it playstation 5 exclusive games typically come in at more expensive than games that are multi-platform no i don't think so because the third party publisher sets the prices doesn't it like ubisoft will tell playstation how much they want to sell it for and they'll be aware of the cut that gets uh, that gets made but I, I mean Scott in the channel uh, not to give him too much credit but he says Scott uh, Steam is usually cheaper than PSN and Xbox for whatever reason yeah, so PC maybe they could point to Steam cheaper. and say well if you're charging why are you charging 60 quid for this game to PlayStation players when PC players are only getting this you know are yeah, getting Street, like, Street, Fighter 6, time. Street Fighter 6 was 49.99 on PC release and was oh it always happens yeah 59.99 for but this is the thing both xbox and playstation not just one it's not like no. just playstation is charging more for it it's both consoles so uh when well, microsoft in this you can only do one court you can only file one lawsuit at a time i i would guess do you know what i mean mm. like you want you don't want to be fighting on several fronts do you so maybe their plan right, is so if they were successful with it they had to pick one they picked playstation god knows why you know and now this microsoft's is actually already got too much going on with the deal They've got. They don't have six point three million left to give them. They're, just, yeah. they're done but, for. So obviously, this isn't ever going to happen. But I, I looked up this information. So the last major purchase acquisition that Xbox, um, that PlayStation made, sorry, mm. I, I would say is Insomniac Games, and they were two hundred twenty million dollars. Oh, is literally pocket change to them. So like, this is a drop in the ocean. They could settle this, pay it, and that's it. But then if they do that, it might then they open themselves up yeah. to being. Do you know what I mean? So they're gonna fight this, and personally. I think Sony doesn't have anything to worry about and they're going to win. As much as I'd like to get a cut of that sweet 6.3 million and as much as I'd like to see digital games prices reduce on PlayStation and Xbox mm -hmm. to the point that they are mm -hmm. on Steam, I think that is the like ideal outcome for the consumer 
is if just digital game prices yeah lower, maybe but... maybe it's the fact that because they're charging a 30 percent cut third-party developers are, are like well they're going to take 30 percent, so we want to charge more so they're artificially inflating the cost of games by doing Could that be. and it might maybe that sets a precedent for everyone else to do it and the outcome of this would be that they would have to take a, a lesser cut which means developers could reduce the price of their games however you know with the way things new- normally go they just go oh great extra money you know now that yeah they, this, the prices stay the same we're used to them this this is the argument because like everyone when we're slowly transitioning from physical to digital which we're currently in the midst of there, there's this like sort of like fairy theory that that like oh once we cut out the physical chains because digital prices won't have to compete with physical anymore then the digital prices will be lowered because we don't have to pay the manufacturing costs to print the box print the cover then print the disc all this incurs a charge right and yet physical copies at third-party retailers like curry's here in the uk amazon uh, argos whatever are usually lower it makes no sense so people have had this theory for a while that once you cut off the need to sell physical games then digital prices can be lowered but i don't think that's going to happen no my perception of like physical and digital media when i first got into games was i i um i got into like pc games and uh this was back when you could still buy discs to like buy pc games off of and i always remember like when i was in a shop and i saw like a pc game i wanted my mom would be like oh no like go home and check if it's cheaper online first because that was always the way back then Mm. it was like cheaper to get a game on cd keys or on steam than it was to buy the disc because that's what makes sense right because it's like they don't have to go through like you've just said they don't have to go through all of the process of producing the disc and branding it and everything so that's what i always thought would be the way as we move forward Mm. like as we started moving towards digital media i thought okay it'll be easier for them to like stick stuff on sale like the nintendo eShop. there's always sales in the nintendo eShop. this is not the way and i don't understand and i know i always talk about this and i can always talk about this i know i get really angry about it i think i just don't um, get it i think it's i think it's just the way of capitalism to be like to generalize it it's like it's like the everyone's goal as a company playstation xbox is is to have a captive market every that's everyone's end goal that that's what that's what they're trying to get to they want you to have no other choice but to buy from them so the moment they're able to maneuver things into that they can then charge whatever they want that's the danger and that's what's dangerous is when you take away the ability to buy games from like physically from you know from in store from play even places like cd keys and and stuff like that like if if you could only buy games through the playstation store then they can charge whatever they want like everyone can charge and that's the end goal because it gives them the power i mean it we know it happens because go to a service station and buy a sandwich compared to in town it's, mm-hmm. it's the price is just so astronomically different because there's there's no other option and that is what is i find scary about this whole thing with digital stuff because it makes the ability to move towards a more captive market a lot mm-hmm. easier but that's um, another thing is that the digital market is required it's so necessary for like indie titles and stuff without a digital market so many indie titles that like, you'd never ever hear about them yeah they're, they're, they're anyway from two we need the digital market and i hate so much that things can be like capitalizing off the back of like developers need the digital market like there are so many games that you'd never be able to go out and buy them on the digital market. 
it's yeah it, I've, i find it i find it i it's depressing because it's essential but it will be taken advantage of and is being taken advantage of um mm -hmm. to yeah, an extreme level i think but there used to be i know uh playstation stopped doing this a while back i don't know if xbox uh and nintendo still do it where um you used to be able to see the pay to pay pay for currency cards like from from retailers be that i don't know someone online like shop two uh, or visit or physically like argos or whatever but then playstation stopped selling those cards so now it's literally impossible for third-party retailers to get a cut of digital games the only way they can make money is by selling you games wait you can't buy you can't buy playstation cards anymore I don't oh. believe, you can't you can't buy like 10 pound 15 pound 20 pound playstation cards they don't exist what? you might still be able to buy playstation plus subscriptions that way but yeah not as someone who used to like buy his brother his younger brother's playstation platinum trophy obsessed brother like these cards on the regular uh every year yeah that that doesn't exist anymore so it's like you know i agree with matt they're That's sort of like insane. trying to edge people out yeah yeah it's crazy it's a slow so process but then we end we all end up in like 10 15 years from now when there's only one place to be able to get playstation games from you we're all we're all like how did we get here like you know mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's all been just gradual that, over time that is what the steep that is what steam is do you know what i mean if it weren't not for cd keys and i don't even know where they get those keys from to be honest i don't know how above board it all is but i know everybody uses it like it because you'd be silly not to to jasmine's point but there is no equivalent of cd keys to playstation and xbox for the most part and if there mm -hmm. is it's a very small slim pickings isn't it yeah it's, yeah um well like i said guys the the lawsuit it is going to court i imagine we'll i don't know when the start date is but we'll be sure to keep you posted because for as sort of like a small nugget of news this seems right now as we've discussed it could have very big ramifications in the long run and something that i know everybody on this podcast is interested in interested in uh we're about to wrap up the show but i do want to thank everybody uh who's been commenting so we've got fairly geeky who's watching i think that's a new viewer at least i've not seen you before but thanks for joining in i would 100 get a portal if i could justify at the moment looks good says fairly geeky but what is it about the playstation portal that does it for you let us know and how uh, would you possibly justify it this is the real question mm, how could you mm. ever justify something like that i want to yeah, stop know. dancing around it people we want hard evidence mm -hmm. um adam l says that's a question why is jasmine always shocked on all the thumbnails and nathan always doing the face so, i mean this is the man uh, to talk to this guy matt here. can only work with the images we provide him with i just want to say okay time, yeah that is time, we have you know. we have been barking up nathan's tree four months to get new thumbnail headshots over and he doesn't do it so bring this up with him bring this up i with bet him. the new ones he sends over he's wearing the same shirt as he is in and the making old ones the same well. face <laughs> like, yeah just the beard's a bit a bit more you know a bit more pronounced maybe um fairly geeky says isn't this what epic sued apple over i don't know if that's still going on or not yeah, I'd have to look into that. That was about the closed ecosystem thing because I remember Fortnite was caught in the crossfire, wasn't it? And people, mm -hmm. they took Fortnite off of iOS. Uh, <laughs> okay, thanks for that. <laughs> Flashbacks. Um, JD Incinerator says, imagine PlayStation were taken to trials where they got a complete every stunt in all the trials games without fail falling off slash crashing. JD is that in his own world. Funny. JD is yeah. really in his own world all the time. I, I mean, normally I would say Jim Ryan, get him on a scrambler, and then, yeah, we'll see him do it, but Jim Ryan's not even at PlayStation anymore, or he won't be. Scott says, I think it's weird that actual good games like Street Fighter 6, Yakuza, etc. are all sitting around 50 at 60, while trash like whatever Ubisoft or 2K puts out is up at 70. 
because people are paying for it i guess it's the copy like paste thing and people just want to be have the most it's the most up-to-date iphone thing but with games mm. like with the 2k mm. stuff and things it's like i gotta have the latest one because otherwise i'm gonna miss out on all the exciting new content that never ends up being exciting or particularly new i can't believe matt <laughs> yeah. is calling me out right now live on the podcast i can't believe this <laughs> i'm the same with nba 2k man like i'm the same i do it every year and i'm i'm always disappointed <laughs> <laughs> and i haven't learned yet and then on the subject of digital currency you've got scott keeping me honest he says i think you can buy the currency still i thought they killed the ps plus and now cards and then he's apparently checked he says yeah you had it the wrong way around ps store cards are still available but not playstation plus and now okay okay interesting i feel like it's been a while since i've walked into a retail store and seen those cards anywhere personally as well but maybe you can still buy them online i have stopped seeing um, game cards in general though like i feel like when you used to mm. go to like whenever i go to a big tesco they've got like this thing of just like gift cards and they were always like there's a whole section at the bottom that was like game cards they have like league of legends on there all the time and i was just going to stare <laughs> at it and i'd be like oh my mum, can you get me a league of legends card please and obviously she said no um but now you don't really see that anymore the like game section is getting smaller and smaller and now it's yeah. just like nintendo eShop or whatever yeah so it's crazy it's, getting rid of it's off, definitely it's definitely not it going the right way it's going yeah it's going the yeah, other yeah. way and right. it's just all john lewis gift cards now it's like what am i going to do with that yeah or experience days do you want to drive oh, an f car experience days day? yeah. yeah yeah um and then we've got a new new commenter uh i'm gonna get i'm gonna try my best to get this right now but apologies in advance jaquavian rjdb let us know what the rjdb stands for was that all right with people jaquavian? i was gonna say like you did quite well there i, I wouldn't yeah, have been able to say that I'm trying my best here, guys. My coffee ran out like half an hour ago, by the way, so I'm re really dry mouth. Uh, <laughs> but they say, just came from the TikTok giveaway. Oh, I'll go to TikTok, find out more. This channel is so underrated. And obviously, you're going to say that, Jaquavian, because you want to win that giveaway. But we appreciate your <laughs> kind words, nevertheless. Anyway, I think that just about does it for this Sony-themed episode of the Mirror Game Walkthrough. I'd like to end all my streams by shouting out everybody who commented. So that goes to Jaquavian, Scott McRae, JD Incinerator, Fairly Geeky, Adam L. Will Johnson was there, I know for a fact. And I think that might have been everybody. Oh, Borat was in the chat. How could I forget? Nice one, Everyone, Borat. please go and watch my PlayStation Portal review video if you want to see me go into depth as to why I believe what I believe about the PlayStation Portal now that we've wrapped up. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, good shout. Yeah, if you want to see why it's a two out of five and not an Aaron Potter patented five out of five then go and watch that video i would yeah, give the place claim it. five out of five by the way um anyway i think that just about does it matt jasmine thank you very much for joining me on uh, this week Thanks thank you for, for having, having us. us yeah that's all right uh but anyway you can tune in on the next mirror gaming walkthrough by the way guys i think no stream is planned uh on friday because black or the black friday madness so apologies for that you're probably not going to see us the next time we'll be streaming for sure is on monday lewis barton will be back with his fifa uh, efc 24 show press to play and then we'll of course be back at 4 p.m next week for another edition of the mirror gaming walkthrough until next time thank you so much for watching we'll see you in the next one Bye bye